watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jay. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching season two, episode two, titled Reunion. Uh, who was this a reunion between? Uh, me and the show. <laughs> Second week. Because I thought it was yes. a little awkward between us last week. Yeah. But this week, it's like, hmm. you know, when you, you, like, you, you went to school with your high school buddy and haven't seen him for like a decade and then like you know you run into him it's kind of weird but then you have dinner with him later and it's like oh yeah i remember why i like this guy that's how uh, episode two was for westworld okay for me there's one there's something i want to talk about maybe a little bit later that i'm like this really doesn't make sense but i only saw it once but i, I really liked it what'd you think uh yeah i actually think i liked it maybe a little more than the the season premiere yeah me too um it's it's <laughs> Still doing a lot of legwork on setup yeah. for the season, you can tell. Um, but I, I think the stuff that it introduces is pretty intriguing, at least to me. Who do you think the re- the reunion uh, referred to? I, I'm I'm thinking maybe Dolores and Maeve. Uh, really? I never thought or, they were or a William union. and Dolores. I suppose is like the most obvious one. That's and, what but I I'm was thinking. This works too. on multiple levels. Yeah. I'm sure it's not just a. Oh, reunion of Willem and Dolores. Right, right. Hmm. Because I'm trying to think who else. Because like, there's a lot of uh, really cool guest stars in this episode. There were. I thought were, yeah. it was very cool. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe is it a stretch to say like Lawrence meeting Elazo is a reunion meeting oh, meeting me- himself in the past himself, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That that's a pretty good one. I was so excited to see Giancarlo mm-hmm. back uh, and it playing a different character uh, and like being just a naked bit, kind of a badass. And then he got his he shot himself in the head, which I, was a really awesome reveal. And I'm like, I got really bummed out. I'm like, God damn it! I was hoping to name that big. We'd see, and then <laughs> then you're like, well, he's a host. So and I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, the great thing about it is he's a host. He can come back anytime. Yeah, he can literally have a, anytime. He can have a badass blow his brains out speech and then mm-hmm. be back next week. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. The other ghost, <laughs> the ghost star, the other guest star. Oh, you want to talk about Giancarlo some more? No, no, no. no. Go for I it. said the other, uh, the other ghost star, uh, Jonathan Tucker, who oh, you was recall he the played. Uh, yeah, he played the gunslinger from Justified. Yeah, Boom, the dandy we used to call him. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's really funny. It says this is this like you know synchronicity. Someone just email. No, I think tweeted at us like a couple days ago, wanting to know if we'd seen this show called Kingdom. It's about an MMA fighter that the uh, that Jonathan Tucker oh, stars right. in. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, but I remember him being a real cool dude, and uh, I might check it out. And then shit, I don't have to because he's on fucking Westworld. Yeah. What a get for that guy. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I- I'm I'm glad to see Giancarlo back in a show that I'm watching. Yeah. Um, because. You know he's great, obviously in Breaking Bad, and then he had a couple of of other shows like Revolution, Revolution, where he was really only in like the first chunk of that. The only reason I I watched the first four or five episodes was for that man. Yeah, and then I'm like, and then I think he just he leaves the show. I don't think he comes back, but I <laughs> I didn't see much of that show, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for him to be in this, and I suppose for jo- Jonathan Tucker is that what you said his name was? Yes, Jonathan Tucker. Jonathan Tucker. Jonathan uh, Taylor Tucker. Man, the, the the best, the absolute best moment in this entire episode, uh-huh. though, is when Dolores and Maeve meet, and it's not because Dolores and Maeve yeah. are meeting. Yeah, it's because of who's standing behind them and what he's wearing. Oh my <laughs> God, Lee! Fucking barn. What is it? A, a farmhand, stable hand. Yeah, I, it looked like he was dressed exactly like the stable boy that got yes. destroyed last episode. So funny. 
He looks so fucking stupid. Uh, and the only it's way glorious. he could look funnier is if he's holding a giant lollipop. <laughs> right. Like he looks like just a, a kid wearing his dad's clothes or something. And the look on his face. Uh huh. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. No, this is the perfect use of Lee. Yeah. Like no lines whatsoever in the episode. He's comic relief without trying too hard. Absolutely. That's what you want out of Lee. My favorite uh, character. Uh man, where there's so much ground that was covered in this episode. Um where they're talking about, you know, dead isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. The concept of the hosts are... I'm not sure what's going on here. Whether the hosts... It seems like there's some hosts that are... All the hosts are kind of running amok slightly. Because, like, the man in black says, this is what happens when you let a story run to its natural conclusion. Uh-huh. Like, Westworld is on this loop, so everything, you know, everything gets reset, everything gets reset. Well, now, there is no heroic saves. There isn't that, like, there's just, like, some really bad, crazy shit going on. Is he um, trying to say also that the, the hosts are going to run into this well, inevitability that, at the end anyway? I don't know, because that's the thing, is, like, some of these hosts, like... You know, obviously they can all be brought back to service if they've been shot up. You know, mm-hmm. that that's like unless you hit them in their brain center or just like physically disable them, they're good to go. But like yeah. some of these hosts seem to be able to spontaneously do it. Like I felt like William killed that one dude mm-hmm. that was trying to feed uh, poor Lawrence to an anthill. Uh-huh. Uh, but the dude just got back up. Now, that sometimes happens just in action movies. But right. I, I don't know. Can some... Some are some robots, or is, is that indicating that guy that got back up is a little bit more sentient, has a little bit more self drive, or something? It's closer to that that breakthrough. Yeah, uh, it could. Yeah, very well be that. I mean, we've seen. I, I mean, even Teddy up to the point where he's shown his own memories. Right. Uh, I I don't even know if I would call him. You know, at least not on the same level, conscious as Dolores. Right. Like, Although he's getting there, like he is. Yeah, like, he sees the no memories is, here. Would I, I wonder how how conscious would a person look whose brain is reset every day? Mm-hmm. Like how much? Like how much of us is our? You know, obviously we've got some innate programming, but it's it's our it's our stored experiences. It's our it's our memories and and how we use those that kind of make us us. And I feel like. Teddy's becoming more of a person now that he's seeing, and he's got these natural yeah. questions, which boy, this technician does not have good answers for. No, he like, doesn't. Why is this happening? What the, <laughs> can you even a fucking imagine? Like it's like some it's, neo it's matrix fun. situation, and it's not like, well, you guys scorch the skies, and we got to have your your fucking you know biothermal power to just eke out an existence for all of us, you assholes. Uh-huh. But just like we're just doing it to fuck with you. It's just yeah. a fuck with man. He just gets us off, or not even to fuck with you. Just just for fu- our fun. Yeah. We don't even think about you as people. <laughs> like wow, wow, what a mind fuck for poor Teddy. Yeah, I did notice. Um, one of the things we learn in this episode is that there is apparently a mortality response slider for these hosts, which you can just slide up and down and turn on and off. Um, so like when we're seeing you know hosts that are getting shot and hosts that are look like they're dying, you don't really. They're not. They're not dying. They're just shutting themselves down, right? right. And if you slide that mortality response to the bottom, right, or in this case the top, it looked very backward to me. Uh, they'll mm. just wake back up. Yeah, 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 and start killing again. So it could even be that, like, maybe a host isn't as like conscious as Dolores, but maybe they have a higher or lower mortality response. I guess. Right, right. Like they get shot and they fall down, and then they go, "Ah, eh, not really dead. I'm back up." 
Uh, there's a lot of talk about the Westworld being a place that is hidden from judgment. Uh, one character said it's a place hidden from God. Was that Dolores was saying that? Uh, that was the man in black, I think. I think I think Dolores said it something like you thought this was a place hidden for, ju- for from God and no one could judge. Mm-hmm. And then later William said the same thing when he's talking to Dolores. Okay. I thought that was I an interesting symmetry. Uh, what do you think they're going with that? Like... I mean, it's 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 on on the surface of it, it's ironic because the guests are going there for a judgment-free murder, rape simulator experience, mm-hmm. but they're actually being not only watched but ju- and judged and recorded because all their deviant acts are going into this big database for like you know blackmail and marketing research. Yeah, like this Which is was like the big sell. This is like Facebook except for they're attached to your penis and or vagina, mm-hmm. and they know <laughs> how many people have been inside there, what objects have been inside there, mm-hmm. uh, and just everything. Like 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 what are what are you and your deeper deepest darkest fantasy moments are doing? Like that's. That's some shit you could do. That's that's some shit you. I mean, look at people losing their shit about their credit card information getting stolen. Yeah. Uh, to say nothing about the DNA. I mean, I I thought that was some pretty compelling uh, stuff. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I I really liked all the stuff that was happening. Let's say in the past. Yeah. Um, kind of around the investment of right. of Delos in the park. Um, William's stuff, even Logan's stuff, uh-huh. like. Logan seems a changed man after coming back from Westworld. Logan seems like he's hit the skids. Like he's, he's, he's some shooting sort up of... something. Yeah. Uh, but he's also come to some, uh, what I, I guess would be an uncharacteristic perspective for that character. Because huh. in my mind, he was very self-absorbed before going to the park, before seeing what William turned into and what Dolores might have been. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, he has realized, he has had a perspective shift where oh, this is actually, like, humanity tearing itself apart. Yeah. And and, and he, I think it's because he sees William come out yeah. and, and who William is at his core. Right. And, and seeing that, he knows that extends to a larger part of society. Right. And that maybe they'll tear themselves apart for that reason. Or it could just be he realized there was something in Dolores yeah. that was real. And then, I I don't know. I mean, I It's think... tough to say. I thought there was a couple things were weird about this episode. I guess it's a good thing to, to a good way to segue because when William was talking to Dolores and saying like that whole like you know what you are you're a mirror mm-hmm. and you know who looks likes looking into the mirror and I said like narcissist because that's like the you know the Greek myth of the guy who fucking was so up his own ass that he stared at by a stream at his reflection until he turned into like a plant or some shit because the water nymphs got jealous of him. Totally. I don't know narcissist that's where the word comes from uh but he says everybody which implies that like everybody like in in, given like a westworld type of thing to be would be a fucking narcissist Mm -hmm. um and that that like it reveals something about you which is that's the thing like i keep on when the show gets to that thesis i keep on like but you know look um again i i don't know that you can say it's authentic human behavior how they act in a a role-playing game right and if everyone is trying to hide the fact that these are actual people like you know if like like i i participated in like a zombie paintball thing mm-hmm. where like paid dudes and stuntmen were like running around in zombie masks with like face protectors and bro- hopefully cups uh maybe some nipple guards <laughs> the oh, yeah. sensitive bits is what i'm saying <laughs> protected uh-huh. and they come at you and i try to shoot with faint buzz it's like you know you pay like 60 bucks and you do it for like five minutes it's a good time had by all 
if I was like shooting convicted prisoners that like you know were screaming the whole time and I couldn't tell because wearing a zombie mask, like is that be- am I a- am I a fucking asshole or is it the people that are running this joint the fucking assholes? Yeah. Like like it's so funny that William is saying all this shit about people in general. Maybe the story is the assholes are actually the people that know what's going on and don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's a fair question. I think people act differently given different sets of circumstances. Yeah. And and when let off the chain um, on things that they don't, they're told are not real and yeah. that they don't believe are real, uh, then they act differently than they would when there are consequences. But there is a big difference between shooting paintballs at people wearing rubber zombie masks and, like, you know, raping a person that you can't tell is different from, a, you know? Sure, yeah. So, but there's, like, a degree of that, and I'm not sure where... Where we're supposed to, because again, are, are, is everyone on Earth essentially? Are we all just just scumbags without exception, except for maybe Arnold? So like one mm-hmm. out of a hundred is a good person. Everybody else is scumbags, or mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. And I, I'm willing to not dig too deeply, I guess, into the show's opinion on that, right? Um, and kind of you know do a little of my own soul searching on yeah. that topic, but also realize how it influences the characters yeah. that that do believe those things um or don't believe those things and and how that feeds into some really good storytelling yeah and the other thing i guess is that um shoot i just freaking lost my, <laughs> my thought on live on on uh, live on the internet well there, there are like a hundred million awesome other scenes to talk about yeah um I don't know. I'm curious what this weapon, the the finale finale of this episode, uh, final scene. Where what is this weapon that Dolores is going to use it's, to destroy? So us? it's like it, I feel like that, um, that the Man in Black it. is 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 the Valley Beyond, uh-huh. the same place as the Place of Judgment. Teddy certainly seems to think it is because William refers to this as his creation and his yeah. greatest mistake. Uh-huh. And she re- refers to it as a weapon that someone was foolish enough to show me. And I'm trying to think of all the things that um, all the things that Dolores was shown this episode. She was shown Westworld being carved out of this this island. You know, she was shown the real world. She was shown maybe the metaphorical truth as perceived by William about the mere narcissist nature. Like, I what? I've got a guess. Okay. And it's pure speculation. Give me the guess. At its finest. Uh, I wonder if the Man in Black isn't headed to the control center hmm. of this place. Because if you look at the episode and say, okay, what was William's idea here? Yeah. William's idea was he that he pitched to James Delos uh, was to use this for marketing research, right? Mm-hmm. To collect information on everyone and if if the man in black could gain access to you know the control room and all of the files and everything he could burn this place to the ground uh so potentially that might be where he's headed and Hmm. and and why would that be his greatest mistake the fact that he tried to turn he he marketed this to his dad as a marketing thing rather than a place to reveal one's true potential. Or, like, or that he conv- that's what he used to convince the guy. Hmm. And it also seems like that there's something, the obviously James, he's got the cough, cough of doom. Uh, he's right. got some, he's sort, he's got some yep. sort of Westworld incurable cancer. This is 30 years ago, though. So. Right, true. They didn't discover yeah. the, the, uh, the, the cough of doom cancer. Uh, <laughs> but there seems like there's also some like bad blood. Like, he's disappointed that something's taking too long or 
you know, I'm not hmm. sure yeah, what there's watch. what there's referring to there. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Did you think it was weird that uh, William's wife showed a little bit of prejudice towards Dolores? Do you think she? I knows? thought the other way around, like Dolores even recognizing that this was a thing she should frown at was what shocking. Dolores frowns in that scene. Oh, her well, expression I think, changes. I think she frowns she because sees... the kid iced her. She's like, well, that's oh, weird. I, was... I thought it happened, it coincided with the kiss. Really? Because I don't think Dolores yeah. has any idea who the fuck William is. She shouldn't. Yeah, yeah she All shouldn't, right. but I I don't know what it means, man. Hmm. I need to watch it again. It's crazy seeing the way they they pitched that to Logan. Like, I thought that was a really choice. Like, I mean, we... See, because I, I keep hearing Andy Greenwald's voice in the back of my mind, because every time... Like, I'm enthralled to the scene. It's It's, it's five minutes... That we all know what the fuck is going on. Like, the sure. audience knows that Logan's just getting the pit. Like, this is, like, everyone. Every, no one's real. They're all fucking hosts. That's the joke, uh-huh. jackass. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think Andy Greenwald hates that shit. Because, like, why am I watching this for five minutes? And I already know. There's, I'm learning no new information. It's. I think you're in, learning. In my s- mind, it's, like, it's a little bit of, like, fantasy fulfillment. Like, what yeah. if you could, like, see the ultimate pitch, right? Right. Because this is a fucking drop-dead like what, what amazing cause, pitch. What would cause this company to put everything into something? Like, what right. would jo- drop your jaw? Mm-hmm. And also, I think it paints and fills in texture and color to Logan. It absolutely does. he kind of... Yeah. There's not very many sides to him. And Logan is, like, in in bed... With yeah. 15 different hosts the yeah. night of, yeah. the first night he yeah. realizes this is possible, boom, he's all in orgy mode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guess that, that's where <laughs> I was kind of trailing off is that um, it'll be interesting to see if it's if it's the thesis, which I think, I hope it is because the other is just two one note. If not all humans are like Logan. Yeah. Like, I really don't think I would get into a 15-way bot bang no, I- <laughs> on the demo night of Westworld. I really don't think I would. I re- I'd be like, thank you. I- you've given me a lot to think about. Could you send me some financial information? And, uh, yeah, 0 to 60 in- orgy for I'll Logan. Be- I'll be fucking in touch. Like, what if the robots get into the real world and they're like, oh, shit. Only the type of people that would go to Westworld are really the demons. And even then, some yeah. nice family just stayed in Sweetwater. Right. And... And had adventures in the old mine with Toby, the stable boy, uh-huh. and like it was all wholesome shit. Like I, I, I wonder if there's going to be a real moment of like, oh, we've killed all the bad people, and but but now the robots would they dehumanized us so much? Yeah, I honestly feel like that's kind of where they're headed with Dolores, yeah. right? She's so gung ho about getting revenge right yeah. now that somewhere along the line she has to realize that if she follows this path that Maeve's talking about, which yeah. is our path for them essentially that she's going to become like us and that's no better fate so can i talk about the one big problem i had Mm -hmm. how in the fuck is there some technicians and a security guard that does not know the whole fucking park is in full revolt i don't know when there's red flashing lights in the command center and there's livestock running loose and people their automatic weapons fire like how in the fuck can there be somebody it'd be like i don't know like when the twin towers got hit if there's some dude in the closet just kind of like on his ipod like maybe there was right some dude is just towed but like would there be three guys and they're actually working on a spread like i just like there's that that didn't make any goddamn sense it was just to serve as a way it feels to me like maybe when i rewatch it there'll be some kind of clever hint to the time or somebody can explain why i'm being a stick in the mud but like i feel like that scene was solely there to get Dolores a field tech 
and the information on where the humans would be so she can probably lay a sick ambush, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really make any damn sense. I'm with you. I, I, unless I agree Ford, with that. Unless, again, the other thing is, uh, if, if my kind of half-assed theory from last episode is correct and Dolores is still on some kind of very highly scripted loop, right. then maybe Ford did create that metaphorical closet. That... Yeah, Ford seems to be everywhere. Yes. Um, he's in Young Ford. He's in Gus Fring. Yep. Uh, he seems to be following William around the park, torturing him. That circular fire squad routine. <laughs> that was amazing. With the guy, the men from Pariah was pretty sweet. I do have to say on the flip side of, you know, the technicians not realizing there's this crazy security breach. Yeah. Um, I really liked seeing the outskirts of the park not realizing it. Like, you know, the Man in Black is out there. He's saving... Lawrence and he takes him to this cabin area where I mean one guy jumps him mm-hmm. and tries to kill him but then you've also got these people who are just out in a cabin in the middle of nowhere and they don't know about the robo revolt right they're just going along there with their every day uh, right. and I thought that was really cool a nice touch uh well do you have what what else we got to talk about that might be it for now let's maybe turn it over to the chat yeah um All right, that's the end of the podcast. If you are not a Club Bald Move member, uh, we are also going to have live audience question and answer here. Uh, If you'd like to get in on that, uh, listen to that part of the podcast and participate on the next uh, night that Westworld airs, you can sign up for club.baldmove.com. It's a low monthly price. It supports your favorite independent podcasters and gives you access to a lot of premium content like the Instant Talk podcast, the complete version, our spoiler-filled first-run bald movies, uh, ad-free feeds, VIP access to the forums, tons of stuff. Club.baldmove.com.